0: Hey guys, it's Zara, the host of Student Talk, and today I have my guest stars, Paulette,
1: Crab Kid, I'm Victor.
0: And thank you so much, guys, for coming on my podcast today. Today, our topic is going to be based off of traditions that uh, we love to celebrate and why we like them. So, Paulette what's your favorite tradition
2: um I would have to say Christmas time like my family gathering for Christmas time it's not necessarily the fact that it's the actual holiday it's always that something happens on Christmas like every other holiday we're fine but Christmas I don't know what it is maybe it's like some weird thing that's planned I don't know something always goes wrong on Christmas and it's hilarious because we laugh about it as like time progresses and we're just like that happened. okay what's next year's mystery
0: right so can you give us an example of these like mysterious crazy events that happen
2: okay so pretty much there was this one Christmas where it it, we all it was started off normal and we're like okay maybe this might be our first normal Christmas in our house And it's 2015, and pretty much, I don't remember what the weather was like, but I can tell you this day was, the day started off, we went to church like we always do, and then we came home afterwards, and then we headed to my aunt's house, because that's where we celebrate Christmas every single year, and apparently somebody had left a window open, so now we had ants in the house, and they were crawling up the wall, so that was the first mistake of what went down. Then it turns out somebody was like, let's open up the fire pit and like start a fire. No, no. The minute they did that, one wasp flew through and we had a wasp and we were trying to kill it. We killed that one. Then they fully opened the thing and a swarm of them just came flying out of the fireplace and everybody has a rag or like a pillow or something just start swatting at the flat. The wasps as they're coming towards us. My uncle grabs, he sprints upstairs, he has a three-year-old at the time, sprints upstairs, totally forgets her, then he slams the door and you hear him lock it, then he unlocks it and like slams the door open, sprints downstairs, grabs her, runs back upstairs, slams the door, locks it, and all of us are just laughing but also trying to kill all these wasps that are flying at us. My brother, who's older, who's in college right now, they're like attacking him and he's going crazy screaming and everybody's just laughing let's just say dinner wasn't eaten until like nine o'clock that night because of that because nobody could cook because we were trying to kill all the wasps but yeah it was funny I got a google home that year and it was it was fine it was great memorable a class
0: yeah for sure actually I had a similar thing happen to me with the ants I think 2017 in Christmas and (laughs) all along our wall i don't know how they got in there but that's crazy like that but that like makes for an interesting holiday and it would make sense why that is your favorite yeah. so maybe later you can update us on what happens this <laughs> christmas we'll see what about you oh, Kid?
1: um uh my family doesn't have a lot of traditions um like extended family wise but uh, my, my family that I live with my, my mom, dad, and my, my brother, uh, every year we have the, uh, the Easter bunny visit. And so ever since we were children, the Easter bunny would, would hide eggs all over the house. You know, the classic filled with candy or, or it was can It was always candy. It was just candy. And they would every year, you'd always be there. And I would always be surprised every year because I would think that, oh, there's only one that one time but then I just keep on going. And especially we were in um, Florida one time uh, to see like a cousin and the Easter Bunny came to the motel too. I was just so surprised. Um, and as it happens every year, and that just, to me, that's just amazing. Sometimes there's eggs we can't find until months later and they got some jelly beans in them or some, some Starbursts still in them.
0: Do you eat those starbursts and jelly beans?
1: Yes, because uh, they're worth it more than their weight in gold, uh, because candy is delicious. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise.
0: Right. Okay. that's That sounds like a really nice, fine tradition. What about you, Vic? Do you have your... Uh, what's your favorite tradition?
3: Um, we have a pretty untraditional family for the most part, but... Since I kind of started liking and, like, exploring more foods, me and my sister have started really liking sushi. So every time, every year on my birthday, my mom will, instead of, like, throwing a party or anything, she'll just take us out and we'll get sushi and we might, like, go downtown or something. And that's, like, one of the most traditions I think I really have in my life.
0: So, like, how did you... When did you guys start this tradition of going downtown for sushi?
3: Uh, probably about like three or four years ago when I kind of started expanding my palate. Everybody has something that they just really, really enjoy. And just one of our things is like going to Asian places usually and getting either sushi or like something we've seen on some other thing. I mean, we just like the umami of it basically
0: crab kid how long has your easter tradition been around in your family uh as
1: long as i can remember there hasn't been a, an easter that i that i can think of that the easter when hasn't come
0: so he's consistent yeah, even you know sound on that grind my
1: brother moved out to college and i'm i'm turning 18 he's still coming <laughs> cool
0: cool so um have you guys made any new traditions during this quarantine?
2: Um, I would, I guess, my mom and I have like a Friday night where we'll just sit down and watch a movie together. That's not something we used to do together because we would both be busy. Like, obviously, you guys see me running around doing stuff at school, but like when I get home, I'm usually running around doing stuff such as soccer practice and other stuff. But I feel like since quarantine forced us to stay inside we were able to like actually like sit down and talk to each other and I guess the movie we'd pick an action movie and we'd watch it together or like a murder mystery and like of course I would end up solving it before her and then I'd have to explain to her why what what went down and why it went down but I feel like that's a tradition we started and we try to be consistent with it But I know like on Fridays, like we're going to watch a movie of some sort. So we got to get the snacks ready and all of that. So I think that's a quarantine tradition we started.
0: It's really nice how like quarantine forced us to actually get to know and spend more time with our family members that we live with. What about you, Crab Kid or Vic? Have you guys uh, started any new traditions during quarantine?
3: Vic, you go ahead. I mean, yeah, I've started going over to, you know, their place, and I'll cook lunch for them, and then we'll play some D&D together while I uh, steal his ice cream. And we
1: play some Dungeons & Dragons uh, Saturdays, on Saturdays, we start doing that on a weekly basis, and it's a nice. blast.
3: It is a good time.
0: How'd you guys get into Dungeons & Dragons?
1: Uh, I was, um, there's actually a Dungeons and Dragons club last year. Yeah, it was, but, um, I've been into Dungeons and Dragons since I was like 10 or 11 and I, and, um, uh, our, one of our friends, uh, wanted to make a, a, like a, they made a whole universe basically. And they, 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 it's all comes from their brain and video games and everything they can think of. And it was just one of his creative projects he wanted to work on. And And then, Turn it into a game, and then we figured we could probably play some D and D out of it.
0: Were both of uh, you in Dungeon the Dungeons and Dragons Club at our school?
3: Uh, I was not. Uh, I only just started playing like with them, and I played one other game before. But you know, I listen to D and D podcasts, and they're hilarious. So I was going to get in on that action at some point.
0: Cool. I
1: I was in the Dungeons and Dragons Club the first year, but not the second.
0: So is that for both of you? Is that your new tradition and quarantine or have you like made others?
1: I mean that's about it. I mean that's a good one. <laughs> I would hope it's a good one, but uh uh, you know, traditions are something that you just have to stick with. You can't just do it once. That's not a tradition. So um traditions have to be something that you really enjoy and you know, getting together and playing some Dungeons and Dragons is 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 i think one of the one of the good traditions.
0: Yeah. I actually played well I haven't played it yet, but my friend set up a Dungeons and Dragons thing for like my like for the five of uh, us friends and so like it's it's really interesting like you get to create your like, own world your own background background story and your own person. So and like it's also like how do you guys feel like some people would say like before Dungeons and Dragons like I knew about it people would say like it's a super nerdy it's type mostly of game. witchcraft.
3: Yeah, yeah, the Marines used to actually do it in the submarine because I mean there's only two games you can play when you're in a submarine and that would be you know cards so poker or you could play D &D. and so like it's been around for a while that even tough guys used to do it but now it's all i mean it's kind of always been associated with nerds like let's be honest very nerdy game yeah you're creating this whole like fantasy almost escape from reality kind of thing like this character isn't you but you get to play as this character And so it's almost the same reason why people think video games are nerdy, because, yeah, it's got kind of that nerd aspect to it, but it's really not nerdy, like, in the traditional sense, just because it's just a dice game, and it's just all of your buddies just creating this world and just having a good time, and I don't see what's so bad about that.
1: Yeah, I also get to burn down a village in D&D, which is not something I get to do normally
3: in real life. I get to like have some good flirtations with some like fish princes.
0: What is your definition of a tradition?
2: I don't think I pretty I feel like Crab Kid said it. Because you have to enjoy it for it to be a tradition. It can't be something that's like because yeah you have things that you do all the time you could say oh that's traditional but like I wouldn't necessarily like call it traditional in the aspect of like you just have to enjoy it I feel like if you're gonna I don't know where I'm going with this
1: is the tradition does it always have to be fun that's the question
2: I mean your traditions don't have to be fun because like I hated the tradition of always wearing those poofy dresses to church and the little frilly socks. I like-
1: love poofy dresses. No, yeah, cute, like, I look adorable. I like
2: the dresses though. were cute. It was the fact that the, I don't, what is the name of that fabric that's underneath it? That's like.
3: Oh, was, yeah, like, no, they're just not comfortable.
2: They're, yeah, it wasn't comfortable to sit in for an hour for me and like. I just,
3: and then you have to, like, listen about God for the next hour. And who knows if you're going to sing boring music or good music this time.
2: Oh, my church always has that good music. They stay prepared.
1: The like tradition is it doesn't have to be fun. Because family traditions, you know, they're not really that fun. We all just do them because it's pure pressure from dead people. But <laughs> um, when you're making a tradition, you, 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 have, you have in mind what you want to do. You don't really have in mind what your kids or your kids' kids want to do and so for older people, older generations, yeah, getting together with family you haven't seen in a while could could seem totally fun, and that's a perfect tradition for them, not for this new generation, so I feel like when we think about uh, traditions, we need to think about, you know, how our mindset in this world right now is going to be different from the ones in the future, you know? Mm -hmm.
2: That too, like the strict traditions of, like, you have to do this, like, if you don't do this, Dishonor on you, dishonor on your family, dishonor the next generation of your kids, like in the aspect of, like Crab Kid said, if you're going to have a tradition, you just need to be consistent with it. It's not like, because my family, we used to have a tradition where once a month, every like month after, like every Sunday after church, we would go to IHOP and we would do it once a month and that would be, it. and we did it for a good like five years. But then it got to the point where everybody was like, oh, I have a tennis game after church or I got a soccer game or I gotta do homework or I have to go clean my house. So that tradition kind of died, but we can say, yeah, we did have that tradition. Let's try to bring this tradition back. But you could also, one tradition my family still has is we still have Sunday dinner since we stopped doing that. That was us pretty much taking that IHOP that we did once a month and transforming it into something where, oh, if you don't show up, it's okay. But we're still gonna have it because the IHOP one everybody had to be there for it to like. You don't want to be the only person at IHOP. And you're just like, I said, table of ten, but I'm the only person here. So.
0: So what about you, Vic? Um, what's the definition of a tradition to you?
2: I mean, I guess just something
3: you do that's like, outside of your normal tr- like routine, that you generally can enjoy. And, you know, sometimes you don't like traditions as a kid. That's fine. But as you get older, you might start liking them. Like, But a tradition is something that's just something you do and it pleases someone and you do it regularly. That's basically a tradition.
0: Okay, so crab kid, you know, you've gained some popularity at our school recently, and I just like to know, like, How did you come up with this idea of creating this, hopefully like a year-long tradition? Like, how did you come up with this idea to start Crab Kid, and and why? Like, what's the purpose of Crab Kid? And the reason I did it is because
1: this is my senior year. You know, this is this is this is Crab Kid's senior year of high school. I'm only gonna get this once. There's no prom. There's no homecoming. There's no holiday social uh. <laughs> there's no after school clubs, there's no going out to little seizures and having a little seizure over there. No, there's none of that. It's all canceled. COVID nineteen makes me so furious. So furious.
3: And so yeah, wear your mask.
1: Yeah. And so like I don't want to waste my senior year of high school. Cause we're not gonna get a, a prom, you know, in a year saying, oh you guys didn't have that COVID thing, you go, go have a prom. No, we're not. And that for me is something an experience, having experience taken away from me is something that I that I can't stand. You know, I'm always not going to go to prom because I'm not going to prom, but not being able to go to prom is completely different to me for me. And so the reason I did Crab Kid, reason I am Crab Kid, is because this gives me an opportunity to do something that I am not going to be able to do in the future. Obviously, in in, in college, you know, you have less friends or less connection with people, and so high school is my opportunity to really show some a, a different aspect of myself to people I've known for four years now, and uh, you know, be that fun experience that not everyone gets to have, you know, during COVID, when people, for at least the kids who are in person, I can't help people who are on Zoom, but, you know, kids, the cool kids who are in person, you know, they, they get to, uh, (laughs) the world's willing to die for this country. Yes, the, the, the real soldiers out here, um, the people, you know, who, who don't get the same experiences as the kids before them did, You know, I want to give them something to look forward to going to school because there's no reason to go to school now. There's no you can't talk to people. It's silent in almost every room. It's just no fun. And so I want to be that fun at school. You know, I want to be I want to be the reason people go to school. I want to be the reason someone looks forward to going to school, Um, because, you know, if you're not looking forward to anything, why even bother? You know?
0: That's beautiful, Crab Kid. I think you're beautiful. (laughs) <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Kind of gay though.
1: <laughs> we accept gay people here, okay?
0: Yeah, you know, you guys, as well as my listeners, you all are beautiful. Even though, like, we can't see you, you're beautiful on the inside and out, and just how you are. So. You know, like what Crab Kid was saying, like prom, a tradition, like, I don't know how it started. Do you guys know how it started?
2: Leave in the comments
0: if I really need the
3: origin. I don't even
2: know. I just feel like it was like a dance that they were just like, oh, let's throw this dance. Wow. Yeah. There's probably something behind it. Please inform us if you know. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Now I want to look it up. I don't know. I don't trust Wikipedia. So I was really about oh, to. Look. We
0: could just go by Wikipedia. It doesn't have to That's be technical. Fine.
1: <laughs> Giving out false information is what the internet is all about.
0: Yeah.
2: A date or something like that it was originally an event for college students in the Northeast and had its roots in um, pretty much the balls that people went to in the 19th century, um, also Fortinians. known as parties introduce young women to polite society so it was pretty much a ball that young women would go to to like hey i'm in society now look at me i am conforming to social norms it was gay conforming uh, to social norms and then if you couldn't afford it if you're middle class they had co-ed prom parties for graduating students for poor people by introducing women to the adult world of manners and etiquette and putting them on display for potential husbands.
1: Because that's all what they are for display. Nothing else.
2: Yep, that's it. Excluded black students by the time of the Great Depression hit 1930s. Yada, yada, yada.
3: Nice.
1: Yeah, but You guys
3: were excluded uh, from everything until like, what, the 90s? So... (laughs) Yeah. We so want to lie about good. that, but it was definitely the 90s.
1: So it's created by the yeah. patriarchy to be racist and to teach women that they're objects. I like it.
3: Yes. It's very, very
0: good concept. Crab Kid but does
1: I, not support racism or sexism.
0: Um, but it's really interesting how, like, this is like a, a really, it's developed into, prom has developed into a more equal type of tradition yeah they let black people in there now yeah,
3: yeah and let, uh, women wear suits now well most problems not every problem
0: right so Sometimes. that's interesting but how do you guys feel like this was like a tradition that started out as something that only included like it started as like a patriarchal type thing how do you guys feel
2: I feel like everything yeah. kind of started off like that. Yeah, there's not necessarily stuff that we do now that didn't have like some sort of like sexist or racist start to it. Does that make sense? And because yeah, this of- is America, we it. like, you I really have to
3: remember like, that we're still racist and sexist. We just try and cover it up.
2: Pretty much, like, it still goes it. on in society today, and we like it's a tradition that everybody does. Of course, it had its background and stuff like that. It's not like we can go back in time and be like, hey, don't do that. Would they listen?
1: So even though prom has transferred from something that was once originally like just about um, teaching rich white girls how to be uh, objects to get a husband, you know, it's transformed into something, you know, that just it's a casual dance that, you know, people at the end of the high school career can just just like let go of their like, you know, just let loose a little bit but I feel like it has some like more steps to make it. It's got a little ways to go because um, there's a lot of expectations about society and traditions and gender norms and all that mess that kind of make it difficult for those who want to, you know, go to prom a little bit differently. It makes it hard for those people to do that, you know?
0: So what steps do you think that we should take to like, make prom like our own like part of generation z
3: crab kids must play good music
2: (laughs) that too i've never gone to prom but like i feel like the music i feel like homecoming it's the same
1: music as homecoming it's not good music it's the
2: same music as homecoming
3: but now we're inside and there's a lot less people so it's only the grind circle and maybe two tiny circles of people like friends that are actually dancing and then there's also the theater kids that are like three of them just dancing like individually by themselves. That's yeah. what prom looks like. That's sad. the
1: food's not good it either. is
3: sad but we go to prom not because of prom. we go to prom so we can go to the after parties.
1: That's the point.
3: That's yeah. where the, that is the point of going to prom in high school. Remember Ed so Boyd? you can go there you can grind on your girlfriend a little bit and then you can go to a party that you're like way too fancy to be at.
1: Shout out to Ed Boyd, if you're listening. He's a G. Ed. Absolute man.
3: Breaking windshields in junior year.
1: What a G. Um, <laughs> And so I feel like for me, prom could take some more steps uh, to be more friendly towards the LGBT community. Because um, it right now, it has, you know, you wear your suit, the male wears a suit, and the girl wears the dress. And that's... Uh, I feel like there could be some more steps taken that way um, where... Females can wear suits, and dudes can wear dresses. Cause I could rock a dress, Crab Kid. This is goes on the. This is gonna be on the official Crab Kid Snapchat. Follow the official Crab Kid Snapchat.
2: I need that Crab stamp- Kid can
1: rock a dress.
3: Damn right, I can.
2: You know what?
1: I, I definitely can. You running
2: for Potterpuff Queen this year? Really was. Really. I would
1: was. probably get it. I am gorgeous
3: you are bro
1: like you can see my lips on what camera They're huge
0: you got the fat lips bro you got yeah, some DSLs I agree. Over there. so like i was thinking about that too like for hoko court it's only for girls like how did that tradition start like we were saying it's probably because of some sexist or racist thing but like since like traditions can develop and change and so it would be nice to see, it would have been nice to see that some guys could have been part of the Hoco court instead of like the football team being like the default guys that like court the Queens. That yeah. too,
2: where they could just give the guys their own homecoming court because there are other schools. Okay, I'm not hating on our school, okay? I'm not hating mm-hmm. on our school at all. But apparently some other schools, they don't just limit homecoming court the seniors our school it's only seniors it's a senior privilege and the other schools the underclassmen can run for court but they won't be king or queen they'll be princesses and princes yeah and that gives them and then they also have homecoming queen and homecoming king where people can actually like not football players but male students or female students could run for king or the queen position depending on like they allow that to happen but also to involve like underclassmen they're like you guys can be princesses and princes and then when you your senior year then you have the option to run for queen just so everybody's involved and it's more diverse and it's not limited because a lot of the stuff that we have at our school I was looking at I was like there's like so much like even blue brigade Even though it's a senior tradition, like I like, I love this senior tradition because I've been waiting four years for it. They have Devil Squad for the juniors. So you can pretty much learn what you would, if you were to get on a Blue Brigade, pretty much you're learning from the people who are on Blue Brigade what you, what's expected of you if you're on Blue Brigade. Like, Devil Squad's a little learning area. They could do that with other traditions we have at our school, such as Homecoming King and Queen. They could have the princesses and the princes. But I don't know. I'm just kind of saying stuff. If they listen to this, do it. Because I feel like everybody would have a great time with that. If not, then stick to the tradition. But you have to adapt to today's society. You can't just stay in the past the whole time.
1: I strongly agree 110%.
0: So I'm happy that you guys were able to like put your input on like how we should change our present traditions into something that into something that fits more of today's time
2: yeah just adapting it you don't have to get rid of the tradition you can just add some more stuff to it that way it's like i hate i wouldn't say modernize but modernize i'll just i'll just say modernize. yeah because
1: like if you want to be on the male like homecoming king court the thing you have to be on the football team and I know that I could easily be on that football team, but I'd rather not, you know, have to join the football team to, to be recognized because I'm one of the best students of our generation, like, especially in Columbus High School, I am terrific. And so I feel like I would do very well and I'd be able to, to easily outperform every other student in every other homecoming aspect, you know, but I just don't have the opportunity because of the patriarchy and also football players.
0: Thank you so much, Paulette, Victor, and Crabkid for coming on. Make sure you follow them at their socials at chs underscore, underscore, at chs underscore crab kid, at pretty, period, boy, period, Vic, and at Paulette from Pong, no capital, all lowercase, and it's all together. So make sure you go follow them, especially Crab Kid. Make sure you hype him up and... Go follow him to spread some more like positivity. And thank you listeners so much for coming on and listening to this episode.